This is Idaho Sports Talk with Prater in the Ballgame on Sports Radio 95.3 FM and 1350 AM. The Ticket. Welcome back. Prater in the Ballgame, Idaho Sports Talk. You know, I was thinking I miss, I can't wait for the NCAA CBS March Madness music that you just hear constantly. But JP, well done. This is better than that. So we welcome you back. Let's hit up. Our fat guys, Fresh Deli Hotline, and welcome in to Boise, one of the best in the business, CBS college basketball writer. We just kind of call him a bracketologist, Jerry Palm, joining us right now. Jerry, welcome again to Boise. We love talking some college basketball with you, and here we go, man, February 15th. Can you smell it, Palmy? Can you smell it? Um, Yeah, and that music <laughs> really gets me going, too. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's like my favorite theme song. Hell yeah. Well, I think JP probably knew that. Well, JP, make a note of it. Every time we have Jerry Palm on Idaho Sports Talk for the rest of time, we bring that bumper ZZ music. ZZ Top LaGrange. I like it, Jerry. To start him up. <laughs> I love it. All right, Jerry. Boise State tournament chances. Um, you have them in. Um, you've been a little... You've been a little less with the Mountain West and then some others I've noticed in your line of work. Uh, you, you seems like you've bumped them up a little bit as of late, but just overall Boise State tournament chances. Obviously, you just have to win games, but you seem to like what they're doing and think they'll be dancing in March. Yeah, if they take care of their business, yes. You know they uh, they have you know some nice home games left: Utah State, San Diego State, Nevada. Have to go to Air Force. Have to go to Vegas. The road game at Colorado State is probably the only game they're definitely not favored in the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So they take care of the other five, then you're probably having a, a comfortable selection Sunday, you know, maybe a middle of the bracket kind of uh, position. Um, you know, the right now, you know, they split with Wyoming, which is good. Um, have the win at San Diego State already, which is good. You know, the really the only bad thing is that loss to Bakersfield at, uh, early in the season. That's a that's just ugly, and it's hard to play that off your resume hmm. uh, unless you're getting real high quality chances. Which, while the Mountain West has got some pretty good teams, they don't have like the elite level teams uh, that help you to you know get those really high quality wins and, and move up the bracket in terms of seeding. Jerry Palm, the Mountain West hasn't been a three or more bid team league since 2015. It's either had one or two bids since then. You know, talk about the Mountain West as a whole, if you will. And, you know, again, like I said, you kind of had them a little less than some of the other bracketologists I saw. What changed in that? And just talk about the league as a whole. Yeah, I, well, I can't really say what others are doing. I, I can't. I have no idea. I don't even know what others are doing unless people like you tell me. Um, the Mountain West uh, has had a really good year. Uh, like you've said, what, 2015 was the last time they put three in? I like their chances of getting at least three this year. They've got four pretty good contenders. San Diego State, probably the iffiest of that bunch right now. But, of course, with you know, a month ago, that could change. Um, but Wyoming – for me, is a borderline top 25 team. Colorado State's not that far behind. Um, and I think both of those teams in particular, uh, given the right matchup, are capable of winning a game or maybe even two in the NCAA tournament. Boise State is in pretty good shape, as we just talked about, and they're probably a middle-of-the-bracket 
team and could win a game with the right draw. Uh, and then we'll see about San Diego State. Uh, they're the they're the shakiest of the four, but it's been really a revival. And, and the the quality of the teams behind those four, Utah State is pretty good. Not quite good enough to make a run at the tournament. It doesn't look like, but a lot can happen in a month. Fresno State, a pretty good team. You know, so the the depth of this league has been better this year, and it's allowed the the teams that are tournament quality teams the opportunity to do a little resume building uh, in conference play, which also hasn't been the case really in recent years. So it's been a, really a pretty good year for the Mountain West. We're talking to CBS Sports Bracketologist Jerry Palm. You can follow him on Twitter at JP Palm CBS. It's always a good follow. Tons and tons and tons of great information. This time of year, Jerry, I don't know how much you sit back and, and spend two hours a week watching Boise State basketball, but what you know about them, what do you like? <laughs> I like the fact that they're they're winning games on the road. Uh, it's um, I haven't actually had a chance to see Boise live yet. I mean, I don't mean in person live. I sure. mean watch a live game with Boise State yet, uh, although they're on my short list of teams to go see. Um, but it's... Uh, it's a team that has been able to prove that they can win away from home. And that is so important in the NCAA tournament because, as you know, you don't get to play home games in the NCAA tournament, and that's sure. something that the committee really looks for. So that in particular has been a strength of this team and a strength on their resume and one of the reasons why they're more in a more comfortable position in the bracket than some of the teams that they're competing with. That brings us up to the next great storyline for Boise State basketball, going to Air Force tomorrow night. For some reason, Boise State, Leon Rice, have they've had trouble winning at Air Force. Leon Rice has been ejected there. They've had crazy, stupid losses there. It's not a good basketball team. And so there's some nervous fans around here because they think maybe Boise State might be on the bubble. How bad would one single Air Force loss be in the big picture of the NCAA tournament? Well, it could be a pretty bad thing because Air Force, I mean, that's a quad three team. That's still a bad loss, right? And this is a team that's already got a bad loss. So you don't really want to add to that total uh, at this time of year in particular because it, it kind of sends a signal that, you know, maybe you're struggling a little bit. You, you don't want to do that. You, these are the kinds of games that, that Boise State has to win, and I'm a, I'm a Purdue fan. So there are gyms in which I – I just can't even watch Purdue play because I know when they go on the road to these particular gyms, even if they win, they're probably going to play like crap. And I just, I can't watch. And one of those is Rutgers where they lost this year and tomorrow night they play at Northwestern. And so I, I understand that feeling. It's like, it doesn't matter how good or bad air force is, right? You don't feel comfortable, you know, with that game on your schedule, even though you might be heavily favored, I, I feel that pain for you, but that's still a game that Boise has to find a way to win. Uh, that's really probably the one game left on the schedule that could really damage their resume if they lost. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports College basketball analyst with us on our Fat Guys Fresh Deli Hotline. It seems that teams out west, Jerry, might be improving. I mean, the Pac-12 looks like it's going to get, you know, three, four teams in. The, the WCC, people are saying three, four teams. Mountain West, three or four teams. I mean, we had Gonzaga and UCLA in the final four last year. I know it's been since what Arizona in 1997, where a team out West can actually say they cut down the net. Is it closer this year for teams in the West far West than maybe it's been 
the last few years or whatnot, Jerry Palm? Yeah, I think it is better. And it's funny because the the major conference in the on the West Coast is the Pac twelve. I don't know that they're that much better. You know, Arizona's had a great year and UCLA's had a pretty good year and USC is not as uh, good as its ranking, or at least its tournament resume is not as good as its ranking, but the win over UCLA helps. But there's no real depth of quality teams in that league. Um, but where the West has improved is the Mountain West, right? Because we just talked about that. You know, this, this is a potential four-bid league this year for the first time in a long time. Uh, the West Coast Conference could put four teams in the NCAA tournament where Gonzaga has been an elite program now for a number of years, and then maybe in most years they put one other team in the tournament. But now they've got three legit tournament candidates. Uh, so there's more depth in the in the West Coast Conference. There's more depth in the Mountain West. And that's really where the improvement is uh, on in Western U.S. basketball, is, is in those two conferences. And the Pac-12 uh, is, still has a lot of work to do to play up to the level of a typical major conference. But, uh, but the, the Western part of the U.S. this year has, has given us some good basketball, and, and Gonzaga has to be considered a favorite to win the whole thing again this year and is the likely overall number one seed. Talking bracketology with CBS Sports' Jerry Palm. Jerry, every year it seems like that there's a couple of nuances when it comes to building these brackets when the NCAA selection committee gets together. I, I guess my direct specific question is, if Boise State does indeed get into the field, is it likely that they would play in Portland and or San Diego? And are there any kind of differences in terms of how they're building the bracket in the pods this year? No, they build the bracket the same way they always do. Uh, they start at the top, the number one overall team, and they put them in the region that's best for them. Uh, and they, they go through the top 16 that way. Now there's rules about keeping teams from the same conference separated and things like that, try to avoid regular season you know rematches in the tournament. But um, this is a geography-driven bracket. But the higher up you are in the bracket, the more likely you are to play close to home. Um, for you know, Boise State is a middle of the bracket team, and by that I mean seven to ten seed. It, it, you can play anywhere, and it's equally likely you could play anywhere. So when they get to you in your part of the bracket, you know it'll depend on the the, the say you're a seven or a ten because it's the same. The you're going to be the, the your choices are going to be the four locations that the two seeds are closest to. So if there's a Western one there, great, you could end up there, but maybe not. And if, you know, Boise's a 10 and Colorado State's a 7, well, that's a uh, one region you can't go to. So it, it really, you know, with all of the bracket rules in play, uh, unless you're way up high in the bracket, your chances of playing close to home are kind of a crapshoot. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports, Prater in the ball game. All right, uh, Jerry, last year, you know, you saw UNLV, I believe New Mexico and Utah State had their coaches raided from the league and they went to bigger conference, power five, if you will, jobs. Um, Leon Rice is the dean of coaches in the Mountain West. He's the second all-time wins leader in the Mountain West, only trailing Steve Fisher. I know Jeff Linder has hit the ground running in Laramie. 
Who's that next Mountain West coach you think to get the job that all of a sudden you go from mid to high six figures to low seven figures type of thing? Who you got on that list, Palmy? Um, the Wyoming coach you just mentioned, Boise's coach, um, Rich Patino, if he can get New Mexico going. Uh, he, he came from a major conference. Um, and his name is Patino. <laughs> that yeah. that does mean something. Um, and if I think if uh, Steve Alford is at Nevada, right? Yes, sir. So um, that's a guy who's been at a major conference school um, and is a well-known coach. And if and if he gets Nevada going, uh, he would be somebody that might get snapped up relatively quickly. Jerry Palm, how much confidence do we have in Gonzaga getting to the Final Four, Final Two, Final One this year? Uh, a lot for me. Uh, that's the. I think there's a dozen teams that could get to the Final Four and win a national championship, and it'll be about matchups and how they play on any given day. Gonzaga is the one I am most confident in getting to the Final Four uh, and winning a championship. I love it, Jerry Palm. We're going to keep your number close by, and hopefully, as we move a little closer towards Selection Sunday and Boise State and the Mountain Wester kind of doing what they're still doing. We'd love to have you back on as things get, you know, a little tighter in this thing. So so thank you, and hopefully we can talk to you in the next few weeks or so. Sure, anytime. Thanks. Always wonderful with Jerry Palm. Good stuff there, Prater. Any big takeaways from Palmage? Boise State better beat Air Force tomorrow night, and I know uh, Bob Beeler, and you're going to hear as well. Bob Beeler's going to talk more about the Air Force game tomorrow, but uh, I know, you know, as as a guy that follows the team and travels with the team, he's a little bit nervous. The track record's a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm a Gonzaga fan, uh, I, I respect everything that Jerry Palm says, so there's some confidence there that Gonzaga can get it done. So um, I liked your question about the, the West, and I was going to follow up with that as well, but uh, I think there's. I think college basketball in the West can do some damage in the tournament this year, and I'd like to see that happen. It needs to happen. I agree. I love it. That's a good. That's why you listen to Idaho Sports Talk right there. What Prater takes away from big guests like Jerry Palm? Stop it. What do you want? You need something? <laughs> what can I do for you? Someone else is going to text the show and say, I can't listen to you guys anymore because you like each other so much. <laughs> Remember when we got that the other day? Like, I'm done listening to you guys. You just like each other too much. We can change that. I love it, man. It's not like we're always hugging. We, we and Prater get after it on this show a lot. Um, Leon Rice is going to talk about Max Rice. JP's got all the details. That's the news coming up on Idaho Sports Talk Prater, the ballgame, KTIK, the ticket. Uh-